0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Missouri Woods and Water Podcast. I'm your host, Nate Thomas, here to do the intro today for today's show. Today, we got back Russell and Austin, our buddies, uh, from our show a couple weeks ago where we talked about prairie dogging with Russell. We actually had both of them in studio to record uh, what we thought was going to be one show, ended up being two, so... This is the second show we recorded with Austin mainly to talk about uh, summer coyotes, spring summer coyotes, and really more so uh, Austin getting into having a coyote dog. Uh, Got a, I guess he's still a puppy, a dog named Tate where he's doing uh, decoy dog and and coyote dog stuff. So we kind of talk about that Uh, more than anything. We talk about some other stuff, but that's the main uh, topic for today. Um, you'll have to forgive me if I'm not full of energy on this, uh, intro, but I am sitting in my basement at midnight, getting home from a softball tournament on a Sunday night in Nebraska, uh, for my daughter. And so I'm dead ass tired, but I'm getting this show out to you guys. So I wanted to get it done tonight so you could have it. So anyways, uh, we let's just jump into sponsors real quick and uh, jump into today's show with uh, uh, Russ and uh, Austin. Also Micah and Andy are in the same show as well. You'll hear them. So let's do this. Uh, don't forget about our ultimate bow hunting giveaway with our friends at Weber Outfitters to enter the giveaway. We've said it a million times, but we're going to keep saying it until it's uh, over, which will be on August 12th, by the way. We will draw for that live. At the Weber Outdoor Outfitters uh, try and buy event. I think we draw live for it at 5 p.m. Could be wrong, but I think it's 5 p.m. To enter, uh, there is a link in the show notes for this show or any other show we've had from like mid June through August. So uh, you can do it that way. You can hop on our website, MissouriWoodsandWater.com. Go to our partners tab, and the link's going to be right there under Weber also. If you don't know how to uh, enter into the giveaway, just ask us. We'll tell you how to get there. The giveaway is about $1,200 worth of archery equipment. It's basically everything you need to hunt. Bow, release, arrows, broadheads, field tips, uh, targets, everything. Um, It's a bear. I don't remember the the name of the bow at this point. It's a bear bow, but... um, Bear, B E A R, bow, like Fred Bear, but I don't remember which model it is off the top of my head at midnight on a Sunday. So, my bad, but check that out. It's uh, our biggest giveaway yet, so we're excited to bring that to you guys. On X Maps, I've uh, been using that a lot for the Wyoming trip, which we'll probably do a show on soon, but <clears throat> been using that a lot. A lot of features that I'm learning about that I didn't even know existed um uh, 3D is something I've never used on that app until I got on it on my computer and that is big uh especially when we can't go to Wyoming and scout this um this summer so it's I mean that's what I'm doing right now is just doing as much as I can on X. check them out use our code MWW20 for 20% off go to their website onxmaps.com to use that uh camo fire flash sale haven't been on it for a week or two <clears throat> super busy that's what summer does to people get you super busy and then you don't get to get on your damn camo fire and check out some awesome deals so make sure you're doing that i got the app downloaded easiest way to get on it um and find you some cool deals on some stuff i usually buy smaller stuff from there for whatever reason that is stuff that i have been using for years so uh check them out black Ovis just got done um using the custom arrow ID builder on there among other things. But that was terrific. I've got two dozen arrows. I think Mike and Andy might've got some too. Honestly, I haven't talked to them in a week or so since we've been out of town, but check that out. Uh, it's a awesome service. I think I ordered my arrows on a Monday and I had them by the next Monday at the very latest. And that was just because I didn't expedite it and I've had them now for, I don't know, 2 weeks and they fly great so check them out dot uh, com. huntworth gear it's funny because <laughs> i've been wearing my huntworth shit more this summer than i figured because my huntworth gear is the only stuff that is treated with permethrin so every time i go out to my deer stuff and do mineral dumps or um you know working on the 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 farms I'm wearing that Huntworth stuff because I don't want ticks all over me. And I've been wearing that Huntworth, uh, gear treated with permethrin. And I think I found one tick on me somehow, uh, like a, the last time I went and my son had like 30 plus. So it obviously works. Permethrin. I'm a big fan of that, but, uh, it's funny cause I'm wearing camo out there, but it's just the only thing I got treated. So, um, check them out. Uh, they've got some really cool new solid pants, which I'm a big fan of, uh, what I've been wearing actually, and then I've got the camo top on, um, awesome company, and they're going to have some big sales coming up soon, I know that, if you can't wait, use the code MWW15 for 15% off, that'll, uh, get you a, at least a some discount, Alps Outdoors, uh, I'm really excited to use their new Elite Pack in my, uh, Western trip, it's going to be, uh, big for me at least, because we're going to be, uh, backpacking, and not coming back to a base camp, so I need to be able to pack some stuff for multiple days at a time, and that Elite Pack's going to take care of me. Zamberland boots, speaking of that, I'm going to be wearing mm, most likely my Lynx uh, because I love that BOA system. So I'm probably going to be wearing those out there in Wyoming, wearing pretty much for everything else too. So check them out, Zamberland USA. Reveal cell cams by Tacticam. Can't say enough about them literally the easiest camera i have ever set up and i'm even going to say it's easier than the non-cell cams i have because everything i do for that camera you know no shit i just i turn the camera on and that's it everything i do is on the app so if i want to change the setting i do it on the app i set the camera up on the app i don't do shit on the camera i just turn it on So, uh, might even be easier to set up than any of my non-cell cams I've owned for years because I don't got to do anything with the camera. Um, super impressed by them. Uh, been, I've had several out for a couple months now. I still got a few I need to, to get out, but, um, really impressed. And you know, they're, they're, uh, top quality stuff. So, so check them out, reveal cams, reveal cell cams, habitat works, get our, buddy Dustin Williams uh, a call um we're probably he got hurt so he's a little preoccupied at the moment what we are planning on doing a show about summer fire with him I'm hoping we get it done but it's it's an important topic that he wants to talk about so give Dustin a call it's not too late to be doing work on your properties obviously mowing things like that are important too uh, so mention us when you do call and you get 15% off any of his services, we're talking about TSI, forestry mulching, uh, obviously I just talked about fire. So prescribed fire mapping and planning. I send him, he probably gets annoyed by it, but I send every possible farm that I'm thinking about working on, or, you know, we, we talked about trying to lease a place this year and we came close on a, a bunch of them. So I sent them all to him and he, Told us what he thought of them, and and, uh, he's really smart with that sort of stuff. So check him out. And then uh, last but not least, Athlon Optics. Can't say enough about them. Huge fan. All of my scopes now and all of my rifles are Athlon. I don't own any others, Um, and they are working flawlessly. I've got the Midas Tac sitting in a box still that I'm really excited to put on my my two, two, three bolt gun, but you know, life, like I said, um, I've got the bow in my hand a lot more than I do a rifle right now. Um, trying to get the new bow dialed in, getting ready for Wyoming, stuff like that. So check them out. They, uh, they, they make some great stuff. And then if you don't have a dealer near you, don't know one, uh, we got buddies with, um, explicit outdoors, Jesse Bunger, He's a dealer of theirs, and he's terrific, so if, if uh, you need to get some contact information, just reach out to us, and we can get you in, in contact with him. Also, our friends at Weber Outfitters are dealers, so you know, there's a lot of dealers. All you got to do is hop on Athlon's website, and they'll, they'll point you to a dealer, but I think that's the sponsors for today, so yeah, I got them all. Sweet. Uh, let's just get into the show, man. We got Austin, Russell, me, Micah, and Andy screwing around talking about some summer dogs and austin getting a decoy dog so let's get into it this is the missouri woods and water podcast all right with us on this one which we're recording five seconds after we stopped with dogging, russell so. on prairie dogging prairie dog. now we're going to talk about spring coyotes uh, with austin mainly obviously we're all going to talk but um
1: austin's been doing some different you did stuff some than we different stuff
0: yeah. uh yeah. that i only honestly know one other person in this world that does it i don't really pay attention to who does it right but the only person i know that has a i'll say decoy dog or a dog. Is Joey Hartley with right, right, right. Mangy Dog TV. Yeah, I've seen
2: videos and things like that. I mean,
1: I think they're I mean, out there. They're definitely more prevalent than I realized once he started doing He started paying more attention, I think. Yeah.
0: But uh, our buddy Austin has a dog.
3: Yeah, it's uh, it's gotten wild. So uh, I guess it was last July we drove to Grand Junction, Colorado, which is like 28 miles from Utah, and picked up a <laughs> NKC registered blackmouth cur that i have come to find out is a i knew it beforehand but i didn't know the meaning of it it is a ladner blackmouth cur which uh the ladner bloodline which is a a very reputable bloodline inside the breed is pretty badass like that's that's just the easiest way for me to put it so
2: so obviously like so i'm assuming like so you have the history of the dog
3: yeah like uh
2: so like what was his relatives doing
3: they were there anything from hog dogs to squirrel dogs to bear dogs to cat dogs i mean they they do it all and it's it's all of it is like it's been really easy for me because it's genetically ingrained in them to Mm -hmm. where the training has come down to i had to do all the prior training nothing to do with coyotes that's what i was
0: gonna and we'll get into this deeper but i asked like a couple weeks ago we were texting Mm -hmm. i'm like i didn't realize you were even training him i mean
3: i know he had been out with you here and there he's like i haven't done shit yeah i I literally he's he genetically knew it all right and from talking to like from buying this dog when i bought the dog i was i found him on facebook whoa whoa, whoa. let's step back
2: okay (laughs) sorry when did you decide you wanted to go down this road 'Cause you you I mean you're you're by far probably our most diehard coyote hunter. So a, you're you're
0: borderline psychotic,
2: let's yeah, be honest, right?
3: I really like shooting coyotes. Yeah. Um It really just kinda popped up. Like about a year ago we were talking about getting a dog for Owen, my boy, who's just turned six, to where he had some sort of Responsibility. He's gonna be an only child for forever. So he wasn't gonna get a sibling. S- Super smart. And he needed to <laughs> he needed to have something That's else the kids to I was <laughs> He needed to have something else to kind of have in his life that he could call his. And so we thought, well, he needs to have a dog so he has responsibilities, yada yada. Well, I'm not a person that likes inside dogs. Like I've been around them a little bit and I'm like, no, I don't want an inside dog. And I was diehard against it until I stumbled upon this litter of decoy dogs, pups. And uh, then I was like, okay, if he's going to serve a purpose, I can justify it in my brain. And, of course, the other two, my wife and son, they're all for it. So it just kind of came on a whim. And I thought, well, worst case scenario, the breed is known for being very protective of their their family. So I've got a good Per, good dog to be there if i'm not home one night right and uh then it was like well i'm going to emphasize trying to get this done and it it literally took me next to nothing to figure out so that's how it all came about okay so cool kind of come show on guys win.
1: austin did nothing and that's about
3: <laughs> it well i mean i was dying i did i did i did some stuff well like the, the 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 training him to i mean just basic obedience was like the recall the, the, the recall, recall could, was probably pretty big. Yeah, a recall was big, but it was it was pretty simple. Like it was literally get a, a good Garmin collar that can do any of the functions you need it to do. Like it's got vibrate, shock, and tone. And he only he only gets shocked if he's doing something really bad. But like the vibrate, I could I trained the dog to get a, leave shit alone just off of vibrate. Like I remember. You know, oh, they, I remember when on. I
0: got my first e collar with trigger. The lady that his the breeder that he came from and and he was a stud for, I remember she said, don't ever say shock. What did she say? You say vibrate or stun? No.
1: (laughs) Switching the guns
0: to stun. It it was like it was some other word because then the the softies out there don't think you're actually doing anything bad. I'm like, so
3: I'm going to say shock still. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and God, I wish I remember what the word was. Dogs are dogs are dogs. I mean, they're going to do stuff and get in trouble. It's just part of it. And teaching them not to like, hey, there's repercussions for my actions. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just like a a kid getting his butt spanked. But uh, so the tone was probably the biggest thing as far as all the decoy dogging stuff. And I started it real early. Like he was, we had him for maybe two months and he already had a collar and we had, my parents have cleared The timber behind their house, they have a a trail through it that you can drive it side-by-side down. Well, we'd walk it every night just for something to get out of the house and go do. And we'd walk it, and I'd take treats with me. And he'd follow around, or he'd play out in front of us. Well, every probably five, ten minutes, I'd tone him. He'd hear the beep. He'd come over to me. I'd give him a treat. And it literally took, like, three days, and it was done. Like, Mm -hmm. he, he knew, hey, I need to go over here. And it's always been something that he gets out with my, my parents' dogs and he'll go play with the labs and this and that. When I tone him, he peels from whatever he's doing and comes to me because he knows that's what he's supposed to do. Mm-hmm.
1: And to be fair, Austin's probably modest and doesn't realize it. It's normal to him. You know, His uncle, or my uncle, his dad, has always had dogs he's trained, whether they're law enforcement dogs, yeah. hunting so, dogs, whatever it is. So training dogs has been around his family. To me, that's all like... I wouldn't know how to train a dog to do that stuff. I have never trained a dog. To him, that's just normal stuff that they did.
3: Yeah, and I guess I should go into that a little bit because I didn't really even think about that, Andy. Mm-hmm. Um, so my dad, whenever I was little, would train canines. Like he would get, he would buy shepherds or labs or retrievers, and he would do he would train them for all the drug work, and then he would send them to Mechanicsburg, Pennsylvania, to a guy named Bill Castle, who would do the finish work on them. Treat, to teach them the bite work if they were going mm-hmm. to be a bite dog, stuff like that. And Dad was actually a canine handler for like t- eight, ten years, something like that, for the city of Higginsville prior to becoming the sheriff of the county. So, yeah,
0: yeah, it's been it's been in your it's been family. around. And yeah.
3: bird dogs, we've had so many bird dogs and beagles, stuff like that, run rabbits. I mean, we've we've always had dogs, and they've always been working dogs. So, yeah, I guess it's kind of always been one of those things. It's some like they have a purpose; they're going to have a job. And right. you're gonna teach them what their job is. So,
0: so you you got um, his name's Tate, right? Tate. Yeah. You got the dog, Tate, and got uh, kind of did some basic obedience, and then just recently is when he started going. It well, he's probably been him. coyote hunting a few times before yep. you started using him but mm-hmm. just recently this year is when you started. Uh, Using him in hunting situations, right? How about that?
3: Yeah. So the first time, first I time know, I took like, him, how the
0: first time went? Like what was that? <laughs> <laughs> the,
3: the first time was really, really cool. Like oh, the, are we going to talk about Simba at some point? We'll get, we'll okay. get to okay. that. We'll get to Making that. Sure. So the first time I took him was actually in October, and he was too, he so, was too young okay, to be so, going. Yeah. yeah. But he was still, I, I want to say he's like ten months old. Maybe not. No, he was six months old because he was born in May. But sorry about my math. But anyway, uh, so. He had no clue what he was doing. He was just out on an adventure. And I called a coyote in. Actually, we were I was setting up, at, and it was still dark, and I could see the coyote in the field. Well, the coyote saw him mm-hmm. and wanted nothing to do with it and left, which thought it was over with. called the coyote back. I got it pissed off enough it came back. And I had no understanding of what I was supposed to do. And really, it, this process has been a lot of training me on what's supposed to happen. And I just thought... There's a decoy dog. Let him run around. And he'll figure it out. Well, the dog's hard left of me on the edge of a corn field, cut cornfield, and the coyote had been behind us. It had hooked downwind, mm-hmm. but it knew the dog was there, and I found that that's a big thing. You can throw a lot of stuff out the window when it comes to coyote hunting if the dog's there. I called this coyote back around, and it came right up the edge of the timber, so my gun's obviously at 90 degrees from the timber edge pointing out across the field, and I see this coyote. And I look at it, and it's at 10 yards, but it's looking through me like I'm not even there. I Oh, thought, well, that's well. got to
0: be an interesting feeling. Yeah,
3: it's like, well, hell. I pick my tripod up, and this coyote all of a sudden sees me and spins around, but it doesn't leave. Like, it instantly looks over its shoulder. Well, being a guy who calls coyotes just like you guys are, you know your window's narrow with a coyote. <laughs> i got to right. shoot this thing coyote, right now. <laughs> the coyote's there, you kill the coyote. Knowing what I know now, if a dog is present, shit, you got 10 minutes. I mean, it's, you, I've literally feeling. Yeah. It's weird. I've got to go with you soon to to see that happen. It's, it's why
0: I'm sure like everybody you've taken the first time is like, what are we doing?
3: (laughs) So Andy's really the only one who's gone with me besides Owen. But, uh, and he's like that, that dog's leaving i'm like i don't know no, how many not. times i've no, done that
1: like <laughs> but Austin, that dog's
3: leaving we gotta shoot it that
1: dog's leaving well let's go through the progression before we get too so, yeah, much the, into the, the first
0: time was like that and did you so you killed that dog
3: yeah i sh- so i shot it and it was it was nasty like i i felt bad the way it got shot it ended up losing part of its head but uh so i t- tate he hears the gun goes off he's like what the hell's going on comes over to me and i instantly get up and we go to the coyote and you get up there, and the minute he gets to where he can see that something's there, every hair from the from the back of his head to the tip of his tail is standing straight up. And he's still – he's half the size he is now whenever all this is going on. He had no clue what was going on, but he knew something that probably didn't like him was there. And he he sniffed around it a little bit, and it was almost like he wanted nothing to do with it. And that's when the light bulb came. I was like, he's too young to be out here. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get him hurt. I need to keep him at home because I, I don't want him getting bit and ruined. So, fast forward, and we go through all of our winter hunting. Tate started going with me about the middle of May, maybe the beginning of May, and the coyotes weren't ready for Tate.
1: Well, because in Missouri, you can't hunt basically the month of April. Yeah. yeah. That's right.
3: Because with turkey season and all that stuff. Turkey season,
1: yeah. and then they... Stay- March, you know, thermals in March, but from April or April first or April tenth or something like that, you can't. Uh,
3: unless turkey, unless no, there's that. a time period even before turkey season, yeah. you can't kill them during the day. Yeah, and then when turkey season is going on, you're only allowed to kill them with turkey, sh- turkey hunting, hunting methods. methods, which
2: yeah. is weird to me. I don't know why we have it that way. Yeah, it is. I'm what sure, it is. a lot of people yeah, I mean,
0: don't follow that rule.
2: I, th- th- I think there's a window
3: do. in there where they oh. they try and get the coyotes that are denning and having pups. In the broad spectrum window, I mean, we all know that there's a big area in there, but I think they're trying to get the bulk of them, the pups established, and before the parents start getting killed and Super stuff Super smart like that. idea. <laughs> well, I, I assume that, but I really don't know that. That's yeah. speculation. Yeah. So, fast forward to the beginning of May, we're able to start decoy, dog, or coyote hunting again, and still... So, he's about a year old. Yeah, he's he's right at a year He's he's pretty well grown. He's going to gain some more muscle mass as he gets older, but he's about as big as he's going to get, as far as I understand. Uh, picked up right where I left off. He has no clue what he's doing. He's just there hanging out and actually killed one coyote while he was digging five feet to my right. Like Tate was digging a hole because he wanted to <laughs> dig a hole. But uh, So, yeah, it... I didn't really figure things out. I got actually, you're talking about Joey. I've, I reached out to Joey shortly after getting, I was
0: just getting ready to say, we need to get you and Joey. hooked Yeah. Up.
3: Yeah. I've, I've talked to Joey a lot. We've been sharing a few snippets of videos and stuff like, that. Joey's got some amazing stuff coming up. Oh yeah. But, uh, which he may, that may have already come out as far as I know. But, um, so bouncing ideas off him asking questions. And I started stumbling upon social media groups that were about decoy dogging. And I, I like to do a lot of live Facebook hunts. Just it's kind of fun to do. So I started doing live decoy dog hunts. And I would put a post in that group. Hey, I'm going live on this Facebook page at this time if you guys want to watch. And I met a guy named Stacy Moody who watched a hunt I did. And I was, I was getting, up, getting frustrated because I had killed like five different coyotes with Tate there. But Tate had no understanding of what his job was, so he'd be playing or running around and would never know the coyote was there until I shot it he because wasn't, the coyote yeah, was there. Yeah, he leaving. wasn't
0: doing, like, what you were envisioning. Right. He was just
3: And so dog. I stumbled upon a few tricks from talking. Stacey just straight-up messaged me. He goes, I know how to fix your problem because I've been there. Call me whenever you get back to your truck. And I talked to him the whole way home that night, and I've talked to him many a time since, and showed me how to fix what was going on and how to get Tate to pay attention. And it was... It was as simple as making a six inch long leash on Tate's collar for me to hold on to and make him sit with me the whole time. And uh, he said, literally take, put your hand under his chin and turn his head where the coyote is. And once he sees it, he'll know. And the first time, well, the first time was a little rough. We got to get into that. So Andy, is is this, is this it? This is the Simba story. (laughs) So Andy and I go into a farm that we've hunted many times. We know there's a buttload of coyotes there and we set up a little bit different from how we usually do with you our been there red barn yeah oh, Okay. red barn yep. so we set up with our backs to the waterway where the coyotes always come from yeah thinking if we put the call between us and the barn they're gonna hook out on the hill no the coyote comes from hard right on the other side of the real deep waterway that's, it's like it's a levee on either side and then a low spot and uh, Andy's like I got a coyote right here like I couldn't move like I just happened to like turn my head
1: and we were wearing ghillie hoods I just happened to turn my head and it just shined I was like there's a coyote like <laughs> 30 yards over my right shoulder right now, Austin.
3: He's like, does it see us? Nope. <laughs> yeah. So I always keep Tate in my at my left because it's easier for me to hold on to his, his collar mm-hmm. and run my remote if I happen to be the one calling. And so I'm asking Andy, I'm like, okay, because Andy's to my right. And I was like, can I get Tate and sneak, like crawl up this levee? To where the dog can see. He goes, oh yeah, do it. Because the coyote was hooking behind us. Mm-hmm. And so I roll over and I got this dog by its leash or the, the, the little tether and climb up this levee and I'm laying down flat. Holding this dog up, and I'm asking, I, like I've got both hands <laughs> over my head. Envision I'm holding, Simba. I, like I'm holding Simba.
1: Tate up like Simba. He's got with his. <laughs> he's holding the dog up over his head. He's got dog ass in his face. <laughs> Tate's flipping out. Like, why the hell are you picking yeah, me up? He, what are you like, doing, he's, bro? He's looking he's,
3: at both hands. That like yeah. I've got a hand on either side behind his front legs. You know how you pick a cat or dog yeah. up and they
1: start flailing back and forth. <laughs> so Tate's doing that. Austin's down there with dog butt in his face. Can, can he see it? <laughs> can he see it? I said, Well, the kite coyote sees him but he ain't seeing the coyote
3: so this goes on i finally i crawl up a little higher to where i can see and i'm straight across like i'm 25 yards from this coyote and it it sees tate and it does not register anything else so it hooks and crosses the waterway about 25 yards 30 yards to our right or to my right then so it'd be It'd be the be east left of us, from yeah. yeah. So for where, so where we originally started, it would have been hard left. So it hooked all the way behind us, seeing the dog. Right, definitely and, would have
2: smelled you at this point. Right. Oh, oh yeah, it, it, sure. it had us.
3: Well, Tate then sees when it gets on the same levee as us. He sees it, and I give him the Sick,ick,ick. that's our our cue. Hey, there's a coyote. You need to get it, and he bolts. And I was like, well, as he runs out of our life forever, there he have, goes. Have
1: you ever seen like the, it's not the Kentucky, Kentucky Dealer's horses, but over Derby, the, like the dog races? The, the Greyhound yeah. races. The Greyhound yeah. races. That's what it looked like. From my
3: perspective,
1: that coyote was like, oh shit.
3: It's like the coyote hit turbo mode and Tate had turbo mode to go with him. I didn't know Tate was that fast because he was like
1: <laughs> gone. Catching this, because this coyote had probably a 40, 50 yard head start and in 300 yards Tate caught it. I mean, just a rocket. And, so they were, <laughs> and that they, whole time you're like, that dog's about to die. Like, uh, what, what were you thinking?
3: Oh, I mean, really, I had no concern of Tate because he's, he's a little bit taller than a coyote. And his whole, like his genetics, what I've found out now is to agitate and, and, and divert. So he's, he's in, it's ingrained for him to agitate him. And if he has to square up and fight, he'll square up and fight. He proved that. But he doesn't want to fight. He wants to run out there chase them off and, and then come a, back.
2: he wants them
0: to chase him.
3: Yeah, well, he yeah. doesn't really want them to chase him, but if they chase him, he's going to turn around and chase them back. But it's and just isn't that a tag so game amazing
0: like the blood or the or genetics the gen- of genetics of those dogs. Mm-hmm. We talked about Trigger, which is a he was a, ger- a purebred German Shepherd. Yeah. He'd be the worst coyote dog in the world cuz he would just run a coyote down and kill it. Yeah. yeah. Like that's his There would be no
1: calling it off, right? Right. Yeah, it would
0: it would, it would yeah. that would be that. Well, and it's just so crazy the different types of dogs. I mean, uh, what Joey uses, I can't remember what Joey.
3: Oh, I don't know what Rip is. What Rip is, but but he's uh, gigantic. I, I don't. He's a big dog.
0: He's got long hair. I, I at one point I knew what what he was, but anyways, you know, just the. Mm-hmm. It's just so interesting to me that he took off and like that. That was that. Like
3: well, and yeah, he, he knew he t- what to do. So, and I, I don't understand how he knew, but he, he took off chasing this coyote. And obviously, if a dog's going to chase anything, that'll run from it. Mm-hmm. So this coyote takes off running, and right as they get to about the 400-yard mark, I hit the tone button. And it was like you instantly—it was like setting the hook on a bass as it's run away from you. It instantly—he wheeled and came straight back.
1: <laughs> it's funny because he's holding the remote going, well— we're going to see if this works. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, I mean that's the that's the thing right there because if it don't and it, he just takes off, who knows how long he's going to run? Right. For, he'll so. run
3: till he can't see it anymore and then right. he'll come back. Right. But uh so yeah, he spins around, he comes back thinking he's just ran this coyote off and it's a done deal. And here comes the coyote right behind him. I mean, the coyote wasn't, what, 40, 50 yards from him? Maybe. Corn
1: was probably, I don't know, 8, 10 inches tall. So the coyote's, you know, bouncing, doing that bouncing thing through mm-hmm.
3: the corn. Yeah. The corn was just a little bit too tall, almost. We
1: we caught it, yeah. We were trying to slip back in there one last time before we could. Yeah. Uh, is my corn subscript. <laughs>
3: <laughs> and uh, lost view head, no big So <laughs> that one it, it didn't really go the way I wanted it because he really only engaged the coyote one time. It was just that one time and then the coyote lost
1: Tate and Tate couldn't see the coyote because of the level the, the level of the corn. Yeah. Um went up what shooting at about thirty ish yards. I mean yeah, 30, like 40 yet. yards. I mean but the coyote still did not care where we were. We yelled at it. It just kinda just stood there, looked around. It could I think seemed It could see over there where Tate was. Didn't care.
3: Yeah. And since then, it's kind of snowball affected. And uh, it's gotten to the point now where Tate will set with me, and the coyote will come in, and I'll send him on the coyote, and they'll take off out of sight, and you just start hitting the tone button. And he's kind of getting a little bit to where he doesn't want to come 100% back every time you tone him because he knows the game. Mm-hmm. And so I've gotten to the point where I let him just work. I, I don't even tone him because he knows once he hits that threshold of distance, he's going to hook and come back. And uh, we've got some he's pretty, got like
0: – He's got his own plan now. Yeah. yeah like, he's, he,
3: he's pretty much doing his own stop thing. Stop it, Dan. I don't
0: need – Does to. he engage
2: before you send him off? Because I, I, I watch the video, so I hear the – He
3: he will. And really, the sick, sick, sick is me trying to ingrain that in him still. Okay. And – like he, when he sees him, I let him go and let him engage. The last one we killed, oh, it was Sunday, I think. It, they were coming across a, a oh, wide open hayfield yeah. at 200 yards, and he picked the coyote up about 175, and I just let him go. And uh, they, he'll he'll play the game with them for almost as long as he can, mm-hmm. but he needs he needs some some cardio is what he needs because he needs to get some stamina, but. After about three or four minutes of back and forth, he's pretty well done, mm-hmm. which our, our fingers are itchy by then anyway. Yeah. We're ready to shoot a coyote. So, so.
0: so, this point to him, I mean, I'd like to make one thing clear. Uh, we're 22 minutes into the show, and just so everybody knows, Russell is here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <poor> Russell. <laughs> uh, Russell, any thoughts so far? No, I'm just learning. It sounds Soaking pretty
2: cool. It, up.
1: <laughs> it, it sounds pretty cool. You think uh, Liz could do this? No. <laughs> <laughs> so. I don't know. You talking about like the, the if he's six a mile or the six six six. So watching some of Joey's stuff, Rip doesn't have to necessarily be there, right? He, and he can say it, and Rip starts looking for coyotes,
3: right? Because mm-hmm. that's that, kind of the premise. That's that's what I'm trying so to that, establish. That's yeah. what
2: you're trying to say is whenever you say six six six, six there's a coyote yeah, in which, the area. He needs and, to pay attention.
3: And with Tate, if he wants to lay down while we're hunting, I don't care. He can do whatever he wants, but he's going to stay right here next to me. So that way, if I need to grab a hold of his collar and point his head, I can. But if I, if, like, even hearing back on the the Facebook live hunts we do, because we'll watch him in the truck whenever we get back to the truck, he'll be sitting in the back seat and he'll instantly perk up the minute he hears me say, sick, 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 like, yeah, because he knows what that means now. Mm-hmm.
1: So, like but, you said, he gets lazy coming back. like coyote's standing behind him, and Austin's like talking to, like, Tay's like, hey, turn around, dummy. Like, go yeah. get him. Yeah.
3: Because yeah. uh, we've had a couple times, we had one, I guess it was probably the second or third coyote that we we got tate to actually engage in work mm-hmm. was a big male that wanted nothing to do with it and had decided it was his field and nothing else mattered and uh poor tate had a rough time he uh he goes back and forth and fights this coyote for probably 30 seconds when he goes to make a hook and come back up to me i was sitting on top of a, a different levee a different area but uh didn't know it but about five feet behind me was a hot wire so he gets the shit bit, bit out of him for the first time and he My runs in, yeah, and he runs into a hot wire. <laughs> After that Tate was done, Tate went to the truck. <laughs> he was <laughs> like, "You got you. good luck. I'm going to the truck." "Fuck and, you guys. I'm out." <laughs> right. <laughs> Screw you guys. So it, <laughs> I'm going home. Well, and and that's the the whole story is so weird because that coyote made a loop out and it was looking at me the whole time. But it still came back hard left to go find Tate because it wanted to fight Tate again. And by then I was like, "Well, He's gone, and I shot the coyote. I end I end my hunt, because I was live on Facebook, and uh, I start toning him, and I look at the GPS. What, it shows him at the truck. So, like, well, I'm not going to tone him anymore if he's at the truck. I walked halfway back to the truck and called him back to me. Like, I'm yelling, come here, come here. He comes back to me. I praise him up, check him over, make sure he's not hurt, and I found—that's when I figured out that he hit the hot wire, because I didn't know prior to that what happened. Mm-hmm. We walked back down there. I go out, and, of course— one thing I guess I did do with, with training Tate was I would give him coyote tails when he was a puppy. Like, so, like, last winter, I'd cut a coyote tail off or I'd skin the tail out, one of the two, and I'd let him play with it. And he'd carry it around. He'd shred the damn thing in about 30 minutes, but he'd pull all the hair off of it and carry it around like it was a toy, And which is really gross looking back on it, but it worked. <laughs> it served its purpose. Yeah. Well, now t- his thing is he'll go up and grab the dead coyote by the tail and shred its tail. And now he's starting to, like, get a hold of them shake them and stuff like that. But uh, so we go walk up to this coyote. I taking video of it and all this stuff, and Tate's messing with it. I'm like, all right, time to pack up. I walk back over. I'm about ten feet from my gun, and I turn around and look. A second coyote has come out of the timber and sees me, and it bolts right back into the timber. I Thought, okay, I know it's all Tate. It's all me. I walked up, sat down, turned pup distress on. Coyote comes back out. Well, I figured out later it was the female. And the females are way smarter than the males, especially this time of year. But t- I get Tate; he sees it, he engages it. This one runs straight away; it's done; it doesn't come back. Which it happens. You you actually scare off more coyotes than you kill mm-hmm. with a decoy dog because not every coyote is an aggressive Workable. coyote. Yeah. Okay. And uh, so it was like, okay, well, whatever. All the altercation and all that stuff it just reassured me that Tate doesn't care about any of that. All the negatives we just had because he just re-engaged. And since then, I've started kind of being more mindful of how things go. And it's really been more of a, a training process for me than it has been for the dog. Well, and that,
0: so we've had Joey on our show. Yeah. And that's the only person we've ever known that's, and we've never physically seen Joey,
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh, you know, work with a decoy dog. So um, one thing I was curious on is what have you noticed? You know, Joey talked about like what he can do and all that, but what have you noticed that's different than what you used to? You know, like we've all hunted coyotes a lot, mm-hmm. and so, like a lot of us are like, "Don't freaking move!" You right. Know? Oh, we got to you know, we got a, I got a swing, but you know, you you're really careful with your movements. Mm-hmm. What What are some of the things you've noticed that are just totally different with when Tate's involved?
3: So you can take everything and throw it out the window. You know about coyote hunting whenever it comes to the coyote coming in when a dog's there because the minute they see the dog nothing else matters Mm -hmm. we set up saturday morning last week with me my little six-year-old owen and andy it's an island of timber in the middle of a field we sit on the edge of it It, owen's sitting in a big camp chair right between us Mm -hmm. and he's got camo on but he's pasty white little boy and uh we're sitting there we don't have ghillie hoods on we don't have anything on coyote comes in hard left and this coyote was in front of us for four or five minutes just screaming its head off madder than hell and it finally came in at 37 yards wasn't it 37 30 yeah, 30 something yeah, 35, i shot it with a 22 a suppressed 22 pistol just because i like i, I want to try and do
1: this it stood there look tate was in between me and owen it stood there looking at the group
3: of us while austin literally drew his pistol clicked the safety off and shot it yeah i mean whenever the dog first engaged it Owen starts talking and clapping. <laughs> he was cheering. He's like, yay, Ball Tate's in the getting air. a coyote. And, go, Tate, go. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Owen, be quiet. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, you they, they th- throw 100% of their attention at the decoy dog and don't give you the time of day. Like, yeah. we I really think we could probably stand up and do jumping jacks. And they wouldn't They care. wouldn't care.
0: And they, they might even see you.
3: Oh, 100%. Every coyote, still don't every coyote, every coyote we've killed over him that, that worked us. has seen us, and probably half of them have smelled us. Do you think that'll change as the seasons go? So mm. from everything I've been told from the guys who know, like who've done it and have been kind of advising me and helping me figure it out, I've got a window from now until about August, September-ish, and then it's done because the aggression comes out Joey of them I remember Joey saying that yeah. yeah the aggression comes out of them because we well, well, they've, they've raised them we've too. raised them up family breakups yeah. starting yeah they yeah. They, 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 they start getting to the point where they can take care of their own they don't the parents don't have to have the parental instincts on high all the time they go less territorial more food and yeah other things oh, what? <sighs> which in you talking about that I haven't played a prey distress since like May 9th Right, oh, it's, sure. just, it's just been strictly vocals. I wonder if Joey the said pups he, will sorry. engage.
2: Like, they won't, won't. As As they get older. They'll
3: be they'll be submissive. Okay, so they'll just straight run away. Yeah, they'll, they'll and be straight
2: done. disappear and be done. Because they're probably getting their ass kicked by their parents most right. of the time too. Yeah. Well, I guess and other,
0: other siblings. Uh, you know, yeah. they start establishing that hierarchy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to go with a bow. Can we do? <laughs> oh, can we make, that about
3: that the other can we make that happen? we talking about that Can we
1: make that
2: happen? Let's make that happen.
1: We're just talking about that after shooting that one with the pistol. Like, I really think you could sit there and draw a bow. Oh. But the problem is that, like, if they break, it's instant. Like, all of a sudden, Tate takes off. They, they So yeah. it's it's kind of a pretty quick scenario when they're that close. Of But at the same time, they may stand there, and all of a sudden you think they're about to break, and they just scream right in your face. Mm-hmm. You know, they just bark at Tate trying to come back
3: out here, you know, type yeah. deal. They right. They want to fight. Right. And it's been weird because you have to look at a completely different set of circumstances because we've had – had hunts where it's like well i kill that coyote right there right oh. now and you get ready to get down on your gun and all you see is this dog's head right in front of you it's like well you because you have to be so mindful of the dog because he doesn't know what's going on as far as you're getting ready to shoot right, right. you can't say and, move left or right. anything like that yeah. and so all i can do is tone him back to me which that's one thing that, which then makes the coyote probably move so right everything changes and, anyway and a lot of times if they're they'll, they'll hit a window like the Oh, it was a couple of weeks ago. We went to the farm. We had that double. The double that came in, they saw us. They knew we were there, and I think they, they actually to got to where they could smell the call, and they were done. <clears throat> but they didn't want to leave because of the dog. So hmm. we uh, we you... were able to tone Tate back to us, and we had both coyotes, and we just we couldn't get the double killed because we were too worried about the dog. Right. So hmm.
1: I well, we killed one. I missed because tate was in front of us but he was running to us but those coyotes were just about to disappear over the edge of like this hump in a field so i wouldn't have been able to see and so as he's running i look in my scope i see tate coming you look up make sure he's clear but by the time you go back down you're getting ready to shoot and that coyote's right at that brink mm-hmm. i shot straight over the top yeah. of him
2: it's like you need a extra spotter just to be right. like dog's mm-hmm. clear dog's clear right, dog's yeah. clear or something like that and it's it's really it's full blown chaos. Whenever, right. Whenever the coyote oh, I, shows I've up. seen the videos. They're badass, man. Yeah. They really man. Are. I
3: wish I was better at keeping the the camera on the action. Me too. Because it, <laughs> it is so it's so hard because you're trying like especially with it being live, you're trying to keep the action in the the picture. Well, my phone's attached to my rifle, so you either pick the tripod up and move I it. I have an idea. <laughs> Let's hear it.
0: Well, Joey is so successful with what he does because of what. His wife. His mm-hmm. wife.
3: Oh, Christy would do it. Christy would do it in a heartbeat.
0: But I'm just saying you need a camera person to go live. hmm I could volunteer. Yeah. <laughs> I'd do it. You know, you just like what do they they make those phone holders that the gyro yeah. that keep yeah. it like stable. You, know, you don't have to be like a high end, you know, camera. It could just be like this is a new iPhone. You, they got pretty good cameras. Oh, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It would uh it'd be well, pretty that's, interesting.
1: That's what I found. We talked about like the whole urge like from our coyote tournament hunting stuff to there's a coyote. I got to kill it. I got to kill it. I grab my phone. Yeah, now
3: it's milking every ounce of
1: footage out and of And so now I, I ignore my gun until we decide. <clears throat> and I'm holding my phone so I don't get on my gun and try to shoot the coyote. <laughs> like, right. I mean, well, I'm going to videotape this I mean, until think it's about
2: time. It. The way that we hunt, it it majority of it, well, not majority, we do a lot of tournaments. Mm-hmm. So you want to do fast, fast, fast. You want to mm-hmm. kill them fast. You want to get it out of the truck. You want to go fast, well, and, fast, and, and fast. Even
3: outside of the tournament, though, if you're if you're hunting without a decoy dog and you want all to kill this is going as soon on, as you get a good yeah, shot, because your they're windows, your, wind. your yeah. windows narrow, you've got maybe five to 10 seconds of that coyote coming in when it's committed. And a lot of times in Missouri, especially they're on you that quick. They're inside yeah. of 60 yards yeah. and you're seeing them for the first time. They're at 60 yards. Well, they might run at the call and get to 40 yards and you're still trying to get your gun swing right. swung guns. And they yeah. peel off and they're
1: gone. But like, I noticed like if, you have to pay attention to wind to get them in a visual area. Yeah. Like he said once Tate engages and that coyote sees that dog and as long as he,
3: the coyote wants to
1: engage, mm-hmm. it's game on.
3: Right. Well, and something that we figured out was that the call matters a lot. So if you can once you get the coyote there, you may as well just open your library to any of your pup distresses and click on the first one and when that coyote you think that coyote might be leaving, hit play. And like, cause a lot of times we don't even have any sound. Think
1: yeah. They think there's Tate a pup is right here. Tate's fucking up that pup. Tate's a lot, a lot of times what I've noticed Austin do is whenever Tate leaves the coyote and the coyote has ran off. And if it hasn't turned around and chased him yet, like he said, he'll turn that distress on. Mm-hmm. Well, that dog's not here. It must be over there kicking the shit out of coyotes. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm going back. And
3: it'll loop towards the call. Well, then here comes Tate back after him. And, and then, that's why it's and then so
0: effective I, right now. Right. And then I shut yeah. the pup
3: distress off. So you'll get maybe two or three turns out of that pup distress. When you roll to the next one, you'll get two or three out of that one. And I, my fin- trigger finger has not allowed me to make it to like the third or fourth pup distress because mm-hmm. by then it's like, all right, I want to shoot you. So
0: it, it would be cool. I mean, like I said, uh, just to see. Because the only hunt—I mean, the only hunting I've ever done—is
1: call him, kill him. You call him.
0: Mm-hmm. Now there have been times where we've let him work. Right. I mean, we've we hunted together and where thermal w- stuff. Us three were together where time. we let Thermals them one work different. all the yeah. way in. Mm-hmm. You know, there's been times, but a lot of the times it's like, hey, we're at 150. He stops. Let him have it. Yep. yep. You know. Uh, other other times you're like, we should have waited a little longer on that shot there. You mm-hmm. know. Right. But um, most of the time it's. You shoot when it's when you got a shot. Yeah. It'd be really weird especially the first time to be like, No, don't shoot. But but but, but he's like thirty yards. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nope, nope don't <laughs> shoot. That is the so, hardest part.
3: The guy who owns Tate's dad, his name is David Beach, a super good dude. He he has given me so much hell on Facebook. He's like, "Man, why'd you shoot that coyote? If you would have just waited, he would have worked for another twenty minutes, probably." And I'm like, "Well, yeah, probably, but I, had I get, wanted to, I shoot had to get him. to work." He barked at me at twenty yards. That was it. I've always wanted to shoot one in the face at twenty yards. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely opened up a whole different way of reading body language because well, it
0: helps you learn a lot about. Coyotes. Oh yeah,
3: and like. We had the other morning, right at daylight, big-ass thunderstorm rolling in. <laughs> and like we're looking at radar. There's rain on top of us. And I was like, well, we're here. We're going to try it. I let off three howls. They responded back. And instantly, you could just tell by the way they responded. It was like, oh, they're was, mad. They're going to come. He was
1: mad as shit. And, it was a matter of him finding that right trigger to mm-hmm. get them there.
3: Yeah, it took us about, oh, probably 10 minutes to find the trigger that was going to get them to cross the creek and come to us. And when they did, it was like, well, here they are. The minute the dogs hit the hit the open field, it started raining big, fat raindrops. So Tate runs out to engage them. And <laughs> poor guy, he just had a rough time that one because he came. It was the same spot that he got bit real bad at. <laughs> but uh, he runs down the levee, out in the field. Well, the field sets right on a floodplain, and it's a hay pasture. So it's got naturally rolling hills in it that are like maybe three-foot elevation changes. Mm-hmm. and. He comes down the first one, up to the high spot, and you could just see it. He instantly lost all balance and all understanding of where the ground was, and he's rolling end over end. And <laughs> he just he, tumbles. He, he jumps up, and I could hear Andy commentating the whole thing. He's like, oh, Tate. And then Tate jumps up. He looks at us, and he comes running right back to us like, what the hell just happened? The coyote and sees him. It. Yeah. And he The coyote bolts right towards him. And Andy goes, that'll work. <laughs> <laughs> coyote come in and kind of engages a little bit and figured out that it was – it was not where it wanted to be, but it was too late. And a second one had slipped into the field, and uh, we had our, our buddy Pat was filming it, and Pat whispers, I've got both of them in frame, and it's raining. Yeah, I was it, like, like drops were, you know how it's like not pouring, but the drops are just They're masses. like <laughs> golf yeah. ball-sized drops is what they felt yeah. like hitting
1: you.
2: Like it's about to come down. <laughs> we were about to, yeah.
3: So we did the countdown. Tate, of course, Tate was already back up by us. He had made his loop out and had come back. And uh, we did one, two, three, and bang! All three or both coyotes drop down dead. And it's like, all right, hurry up, let's pack up before we get soaked. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, it's a lot of fun.
1: Neat to see the coyotes. Like you're talking about the loop Tate ran, they run a loop too. And when they trot, like they like bounce right in front of you. And when they do, they're looking at Tate, and you can tell you're not done yet. And that's when like it's hard to to just hold still because you're gonna you have to let that coyote run off. Mm-hmm. Right. knowing right. that Tate will go get him. Yeah. You have to trust that Tate's going to do his job. Or the first instance where Tate first sees the coyote, you have called, called one in, and, okay, there's a guy right there. You send Tate, and he disappears into the timber or disappears over this. And then Tate comes back, and you're sitting there like, where's the coyote? Where's the coyote? Where's he going to come at? Where's he going to come at? Mm-hmm. Is he going to come back? And all of a sudden, like, it gets to be, you know, what feels like minutes. It's probably 30 seconds. Right. <laughs> And here come the coyote bouncing around looking for tate just this coyote, just like you know just you know that little like bounce that pounce yep. type deal like, they're, mm-hmm. they're they're looking for him you know yeah. across the field it's cool i mean
0: you just you get to learn them a lot more about a coyote uh kind of like Tori.
3: oh dude you know, I, i've listened to every podcast being he's been on especially that, your guys that was an awesome podcast I mean, he gets to live with coyotes mm-hmm. i mean he literally knows coyotes better than 99.9% uh, of the population. Single-handedly, he's changing the game for coyote hunting, in my opinion.
0: And then, you know, you're kind of getting a little, uh, I guess, what what am I trying to say? Like sneak peek into how coyotes operate better than if we were hunting normally because right. we would never have coyotes running in front of us for 15 minutes or 5 minutes
1: Yeah, normally. And you never see their aggression. Think about it. What's the you longest
0: you've had a coyote in front of you, n- normal hunting, before you shoot it? The longest prior, prior to
3: Tate, i um, 60 seconds tops, and I that's watching bet it. Bet you money from... it was the
0: time we were together. That one that worked all me, you, and Pat were together, and we it worked all the way up down that terrace. And then we all three-tuned one at the same time.
1: Oh, yeah, and that's that probably field. the longest mm-hmm. I let a,
0: a coyote work. Yeah. And that still was got to 150, somewhere in there. Yeah, it yeah. Was... I mean, how long do you think the longest one ever and during the daytime
3: at least? We're looking at you, Russell. Probably that was one over at uh, Daryl's. Watched him in that fence row. This,
2: oh, yeah. The last tournament. The one where we popped him at <laughs> or tried to shoot him at 900 yards. Oh, <laughs> yeah,
0: okay. Yeah, I That's mean, sure, 900 s- yards. That, that we, we watched them for
3: yeah. 20 minutes probably. I mean, we called to him, and they just still – Yeah, they didn't care. Still. They so just sit out. They laid down yeah, we, in the middle well, of a field, <laughs> like, you know coyotes that are callable and coyotes that aren't callable
2: are two we, different things yeah we've right. all
3: ha- we've all had them ones like that that stand out there forever away and you know they're never Keep looking come. at you
0: but yeah. never make a move like yeah, yeah i ain't stupid yeah. yeah i ain't going over there all we needed was a dog to
2: start
3: running <laughs> at them
0: uh but yeah i mean
2: that's just that's what's cool is i wonder you get uh, to see that so have you talked to anybody about i know you said your kind of time frame so they don't even when like coyotes start pairing
3: up they don't want so to deal deal with it? I know guys who take their dogs year-round, and they've told me that in the winter months and breeding season, it almost turns into a race for them to get the coyote shot before their dog gets to it to try and work it because their dog's going to turn it, and it's going to run, and it's not going to come back. It's jo- just
0: Joey's the same way. Joey doesn't run, yeah, he don't, rip, and his dogs yeah. basically half the year. <clears throat> right. And then the rest of the half,
3: he's running his dogs. Yeah. And it's... I don't know. It's, it, it's a weird aspect to try and figure out because I don't know how many. I called in a triple in, it was, hell, it was beginning of May. It really wasn't far from your house, but uh, Andy. But uh, I called a triple in and had him at 60 yards. And all oh. I've got is three heads sticking up out of corn. And I hold Tate up to where he can see him through the corn. He takes off. He engages the first one. He makes his loop. He comes back. Comes right back to me, but he can't see him anymore. And they can't see him, and I watched these coyotes work around in the waterway towards the call, and then turn and go down the waterway the other direction. Next time I saw him again was five hundred yards. They were done. They they, they they realized hey, there's a dog over there, and let him have his yeah, day. Yeah, he, he they just they weren't aggressive coyotes.
0: How many? Uh, because you've only I mean, how many times you think you've hunted with Tate total?
3: Probably two dozen. So let's
0: say twenty five times. Yeah. How many of those twenty five hunts has he? Has it? been successful compared to not when there's been a coyote available. so because i'm sure some of those you didn't have dry in. as yeah. far
3: as well and there's some of them where i killed the coyotes too soon Sure, like the coyote so that, would, see that would tate. count as
0: successful yeah
3: you know? but like the coyote would see tate but tate wouldn't see the coyote so mm-hmm. i'd shoot the coyote and knowing what i know now i i would do things different but uh i've been i've been on a hot streak really regardless of whether the the coyote or the the dogs there are not yeah knock on wood but i want to say probably probably 75 percent success so far and a lot of it's just i'm itchy on the trigger like if i if i were to let the let tate try and work okay every single but coyote, in that
0: situation like the itchy trigger situation mm-hmm. would you have killed that coyote without tate like if yes. it was, just, okay, so yeah. like a normal hunt. Right, situation.
3: yeah, it, everything's been normal hunts with the exception of Tate being there. Right. and
0: So, the hunts where Tate has engaged with a coyote, how many of those have been successful compared to the coyotes dipped out?
3: You haven't been on one with me yet, Andy, that hasn't been successful when the coyote shows up, have you?
1: One got away, but that's because I missed.
3: So that that, that doesn't count, count as yeah. right. I mean, um, yeah.
1: We talked about it the other day, and I don't want to jinx you, but
3: I believe seven for seven right now. The yeah, last seven hunts, nice. Yeah, I so I had uh, some buddies of mine on a YouTube channel called uh, Midmo Reapers, and they came and wanted to film with Tate, and had this big day planned out. We we're going to hunt as long as we can. It was whenever the weather was still decent. Mm-hmm. It was like a high of seventy-five or something like that. Very first stand coyote comes from like 700 yards across this field to us tate works it It, you could tell it didn't want to work that much but it still had to figure out what was going on end up shooting the coyote like two or three minutes into it because the, the action wasn't really working and we hunted that stand from then on we didn't see another coyote the rest of the day but this time of year first light and last light have been amazing sure. unless you can get right on top of them. Then during the day you can pull stuff off and we, I've it's struggled pretty mid-day. typical running
0: yeah. this time of year. Yeah. Yeah.
3: But aside from that, I think, I don't know that I've had a dry stand like a first light or last light. I think I've been pretty well hundred percent as far as coyotes coming in. But, uh, as far as the success rate with Tate, it's been really high, but a lot of it I think has been luck so far. Because I'd say probably eight or nine out of ten, if they come in, they're gonna die. But
0: I've what's been what's the farthest you'll send him? Like if, if you he, see if a coyote
3: If he can see him, usually it's it's a hundred and fifty and in. Oh, okay. but if he can see it at two hundred, I'll send him. And because if they can if he can see them, they can see him. So
0: So theoretically speaking, you see a coyote at five hundred. Would you if he could see it, would you let him take off?
3: If it's, say, it's beans that are four inches tall, mm-hmm. yeah, I'd, I'd go, regardless of whether he can see it, and I'd turn on a pup distress, because he takes... Because then got,
0: that coyote would see yeah. what's going
3: on. And see, he's gotten to the point where I've got certain sounds I play when I know there's a coyote there. Oh, God, yes. And he loses, like, he doesn't lose his shit, but it's like, he, he goes from a level five to a level 12. Like, he's, he's on point. up, and he's, He knows something, something's getting ready to happen so i'd i'd put one of those sounds on and i'd send him because what i I know the minute that sound comes on he's going to jet to the call Mm -hmm. and then i i could either tone him back or nine times out of ten he'll come back to me once he runs around the call and that's all it would take that coyote would see that and it would engage and then once it got within 200 yards i know he'd see it
1: so the farthest one he picked up was right at 200 um that one time we called in we called in two but it wasn't a double yeah
3: two two singles in the same spot But
1: he picked it up
3: the 200 yards it stepped out and he you could tell he immediately seen it and was on yeah on the facebook videos you can always tell whenever he sees the coyote because he always runs into my tripod as he runs off so my (laughs) my gun's shaking going nuts yeah it's quite comical
0: i don't know that's just that's just really cool i mean that's what i was like the first time I saw it, I'm like, man, he's must have been really putting some time in. And when we talked, you're like, dude, it clicked. It so just, it, he was just finally old enough, and he saw the this, coyote finally. This dog,
3: like, he's been completely different from any other dog I've ever been around. Like, usually you got with you get this hyper-energetic puppy that is biting everything, and you got to roll their lip onto their tooth so they bite themselves. No, hey, this hurts. I need to not do that, stuff like that. And like he doesn't play that game. Like if you if you swat at him for biting, he he just he clap, he clacks his teeth at you. He's not gonna bite you and hurt you, mm-hmm. but he he like a little defiance deal. And I felt I can shame that dog and just what did you do like stuff like that. And he'll tuck his tail and lay down and just put his head down. I mean it's completely different because usually dogs are like I don't give a shit what you think. I'm gonna do what I want. <laughs> but uh, when it comes to like training him we we had him crated for the first week whenever we were home like if he was going to, if we were going to bed we'd put him in a crate and it was terrible like you know how the first adjustment well, the period for and it, it was like nothing worked well uh, a, a buddy of mine was like you need to put a bell like hang a bell off the door and teach him to ring like ring it every time you let him out it literally took three days the dog was potty trained he, he'd walk over he still to this day does it. he'll hit the bell bells with his nose you open the door he goes outside goes to the bathroom comes back in and, like, I know, like, clockwork, 3.30 every morning, I'm getting up to let him out, or Christy's getting up to let him out. And he rings a bell, he I goes mean, outside, comes back in. Dude needs
0: to make it a little bit longer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Work that bladder, bro.
2: Right. <laughs> well, he's still, I mean, technically, he's still a pup, right? Yeah. Usually dogs are pup still. Yeah, he now? He's a little 13 year. months, yeah. Yeah, yeah he's so, still young. Yeah, yeah. It's, so, I mean. It's at 13 months in, like,
1: three thir- days. Thir- 13 months. <laughs> when's, the, when's the point where we quit doing the month? Oh, yeah. We're, We're
3: having our 14th month pictures. Yeah. Well, and I only say that because it shows the I'm, progress yeah, he's I made. Know, I'm I know, you shit. I know you are, but um, yeah, thirty
1: six months. <laughs> <laughs> you, no, we're you not mean three get years that. old. No, <laughs> thirty six months. <laughs> know, that's hilarious.
2: I mean, it, it, he's already so good, or you know, he's got a lot of potential. Just yeah. think. Another if, year, if two, I get another year or two
3: awesome. under him, it's going to be hell on wheels. That's awesome. Yeah, so. he's going to be part be of the challenge is keeping fresh
1: coyotes in front of him. Right. But that, and
3: that's really that's 90% right. of it is keeping coyotes in front of him. And the funny
0: thing is, uh, I was checking my schedule, I'm actually open uh Saturday morning.
3: Well, I won't be around this weekend, <laughs> Son <of a> bitch. <laughs> so well, we can look into next weekend, like next Sunday, you know.
0: No, I'm in Nebraska. See, I'm not. My schedule is, <laughs> is never like going to work for me this, this summer. Me and Mike have been. I'm never going to go bow fishing, times and I'm never going to get to go no. hunting with the dog. <laughs> it's just F my life. I'll just keep doing podcasts and not doing anything fun. <laughs> just write the checks, bud. Yeah. <laughs> we'll tell you about it. Yeah. We'll let you know how it
2: goes. Send you a picture or two. Snapchat that. Bram, bram. We're having fun. Fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you made this life, okay? That, that's all your fault. What, is it, what does that mean? Uh, you're four, the one there's that four y- you made the there's children. Four, yeah. I it, thought you
0: meant the podcast life from like, No, I'm talking about... I know, uh, and I regret every yeah. minute of
1: it. <laughs> you <laughs> were the Don't one that decided that. to have
2: four children. You were the one that decided to push them into this...
1: Who the hell made him athletic? Yeah,
2: athletic. <laughs> nope, we gotta do tournaments every weekend. And, uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say yeah, I pushed him into anything. Four different practices every other day, and
3: yeah, I mean that's kind of your life. I complained about coaching coach pitch this year. You had it rough. You got four of them. There's not. There's only two of them in sport, really. Well, oh, three, fine. I guess. But
0: one of them's not really busy right now. But yeah, had to do competitive though.
2: That's the thing. <laughs> had to do competitive. No, he gets I can't, that I can't honest. Wait you get
0: busier. Oh, I'm
2: not saying. I, I, I guarantee you, my life's going to get busier too. But you act like it's like our fault that you can't have fun.
1: <laughs> just, it's just
0: like, hey, I'm good tonight. No, we're not going
1: tonight.
0: You're <laughs> oh, tired. We how about tomorrow? Night. Nope, can't do it tomorrow. I'm um, good Sunday night. No, we're not going Sunday night.
1: Why? Whatever you do, I cannot go Saturday night. Hey, you guys want to go Saturday? Night? <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> what it is. Yeah. Uh, That's that I to, been... we'll I have
0: to figure out because I do. I want to. I I almost don't even want to take a gun. I just want to.
1: Really, for the first time. See it. Like, you almost don't need to. Like, just to make yourself watch him. Right. Well, and, and I mean,
2: Austin, I mean, I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but I would think you want to be pretty particular on who you take with you because you don't want your dog to get fucking shot. Right. And, you know,
3: uh, Andy and I have (laughs) talked about it so much. It's like, man, I. I want all these guys to get to see how cool this is, but at the same time, I want them to understand it. And like that's where Andy was like, "You need to tell them no gun the first time to let people see." Mm-hmm. Because our first few times were straight up chaos. Like it was like, "Oh, we can't shoot." Okay, now we can shoot. And it was mm-hmm. like, "No, nah, let's just wait and see what happens." Figuring it out. Like once it clicked, it 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 clicked to where we we knew. Okay, well, Tate's now coming it's this shooting way. shooting time. Yeah. Well, the other night I'm counting when we had this double. I'm at two. And Tate is running in front of my barrel at two. Well, we shoot. We can say one, two, three, bang. But gauging it as Tate's running, Tate was 30 yards to the left of us whenever I pulled the trigger. Maybe I
0: don't want to go. So
3: It's it's just you have to know it and talk about it as it happens. I mean, hell, Andy and I are sitting making, there talking the whole time. I'm just making it's fun the, of the your, count, up.
0: your count up. It's a countdown, not a count up.
3: No, one, two, three, go.
0: It's three, two, one. No, it's racer. not. One, two, three, go. <laughs> it's, a, it's a racer. But so we call it a countdown. No, no. We're going to go fast and we're going to go last. <laughs>
1: <laughs> one, two, three,
3: green light. <laughs> First or last, boys. First or last.
1: Oh, uh, man. And it's, yeah, it, I don't know. You have to You have to be willing. <laughs> He's going to do a countdown with me. He's going to go, one, bang. <laughs> you said well, one. you were at
3: one.
1: Funny <laughs> and that's story. Right now, that's
3: that's every, gun. <laughs> every once in a while, we do shoot on two just to piss each other off. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And
1: Micah just does it just because. I, yeah, that's just my thing. Three, two, bang bang, bang. bang. Jesus. We've done that in tournaments a couple times to each other because if one of us doesn't get to shoot for like a couple coyotes. All right, you
3: guys ready? One, two, You son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, Jared got us one time and we just looked at it like, oh, Jared, I shoot on two pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: That's funny. That's, I don't know, that's that's really cool. I, I never thought one of us would be decoy dogging. I mean, I just... Even when you bought the dog, I didn't even think that that right. was going to happen.
2: And, well, and know. that was like I knew me and Andy had been looking at him. I
3: thinking kn- about getting a pup. No, <laughs> that guy's got another litter coming. Yeah, Don't, do not care. I I knew whenever right. I, you I just got into the check, the, just, right <laughs> the write the <laughs> check. <laughs> I knew when I got him, that's what I wanted him to do, but I had no understanding on how to do it, and that's when I reached out to Joey. I was like, Hey, what should I start with? And he, he Joey sent me in the right direction, and then I met, ended up meeting the breeder or one of the breeders that owned the bloodline that Tate is mm-hmm. and then made some more friends and like I was I was drawing resources from all kinds of people so I can't say that I oh I, I trained this dog to do all this stuff all by myself the dog really kind of helped train me on what I needed to pay attention to essentially right. but uh, I have I have really noticed a lot of like I, I've started doing homework on coyotes now Andy and I were talking about oh, yeah we're going to go hunt this farm and this this and this well, I pull it up on Onyx and look at it like I'm driving over there. I go drive an hour to go look at a farm.
1: He's, he's scouting coyotes now. <laughs>
3: i I do like I called Andy but' like, well, the corn they got corn in this field next to it, so we're gonna be drawing' them out of the corn if they're in the corn, only part of the field's mode, I mean, am just stuff like that, but it matters i mean, and it's it's one of those it's, things you're gonna to you're gonna Torrey. get out
0: of it what you put into it Tori Tory so. locates coyotes yeah the night before he'll hunt. I mean because, mm-hmm. yeah, he wants I, to know
3: where they are. I've done that a few times, and uh almost thought i ruined a spot because i would just park my truck and kill it have my window down i'd set on the i'd get out of the window like the race car drivers do and i would howl with my diaphragm right from there well i did it and they're in the field with me like they weren't 200 yards from the truck and their challenge barking at me i was like oh, i need to leave before i screw Start this up truck. fucking drive away <laughs> wait a minute i'm turning right <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so, hey, sometimes
0: you got to turn what, right to go left. What was that, Russ? You, you had something to say?
1: No, right. go ahead. I I <laughs> How dare you interrupt him.
0: says <laughs> <laughs> so four words. I am the audience here. Russell is the audience in this one. Hey, we got a lot of talking at him in, in the Prairie Dog.
1: Prairie Dog, know. yeah. He, he covered he. it all. It's probably the most talking he's done in any of the episodes.
3: I think it's the most talking Russell's done since I've known Did, him. Did we do a Tales of the Chase on uh, River Monster ever? No. It's probably pretty short. <laughs> we should probably
0: do that one someday. <laughs> So, is
3: there ever a need for two dogs? I know a lot of guys who do it, but I don't... Well, Joey, I don't know has, if I,
0: Joey has two. Yeah. Um, what's one, the other dog?
3: I don't uh, know the other one's name. It's a Weimaraner, I think. She, and he uh, or she doesn't
0: do... More of a house. Just, pet. Yeah. yeah, yeah it, a pet
3: it, pet. it tags along. Like it, it will engage the coyotes a little bit, but mm-hmm. not nothing like Rip. Like, Rip right. steals the show there. Sure. Um, the, so, the breeder that I got mine from, he usually runs two dogs at one time, and course he's out he's in Colorado or no he's in New Mexico but the coyotes here I don't think are as aggressive as they are out west. And too much spook them Yeah. Well, I I, that's Joey's what I worry about Joey's mentioned Kansas
0: dog like you know I think in our show or, or maybe some of his videos we've he's talked about, you know, like Kansas dogs that yeah he wouldn't run his dogs with him because yeah. you know they're just not
3: I think I made Joey nervous because like we'd be talking and I'd like dude I know you make a trip to Kansas every year. Missouri's on its way Add an extra day and I'll, I'll open the freaking gates. So you can come hunt any of my stuff you want. I think he was kind of concerned that I was wanting to hunt over his dog. And I was like, no, I just want to be a fly on the wall and you do your thing. <laughs> yeah. Because I want to learn. Watch it. Yeah. So it's worth yeah, watching. Yeah. It, he's, he's got an open
0: invitation to Missouri whenever he wants it.
3: Yeah. I, th- I think he knows that. But yeah. it's just one of those things of taking the time to do it him, Tori, John,
1: <laughs> yeah, Corey. Corey. Corey, you just got to drive up a little north. I yeah, was yeah. coming a little south, buddy. Yeah, teach us how to kill some bobcats. Jesus, yes. He put him cool this dozen year. this year. I think it
0: was. Was, was it that 13? or was it 13? thirteen? Might have been thirteen. Old Baker's dozen, huh? Something like that. Yeah, I can't remember. Old Groff dozen. <laughs> there like you old go. Old Groff dozen. That's awesome.
1: Yeah it's it's a lot of fun. I, I can see if there was a double come in because sometimes I've He's, seen it. Tate's mm-hmm. obviously young. Yeah, when the double came in, he wasn't real sure about trying to take on two yeah. coyotes. Yeah, his his not circle as, got real small yeah, when that second
2: one shot up. as confident, maybe. Uh-huh. Yeah. I could bring Hazel; she'd come back.
1: She'd, that'd be a case of kill She would be. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, I was gonna say she would not
0: do
1: good. I don't think.
2: I think she would do amazing. Tango
0: would do terrible. Tango wouldn't make it to the call. He's pretty old, <laughs> but Hazel she'd do good. She would. How do you feel? How do you see Hazel being good at it?
2: She's not a very prey-driven dog, but she recalls and listens very but she's well. she's
0: not a bitch. Like, she's not going to bitch up. When a coyote challenges her, she's not going to back know. down. I don't, think. I I don't know. You're talking
1: about pit bulls, Greg. They're both pit bulls. Yeah, pitbulls, I got two yeah. pit
0: bulls. I, I, don't I, don't, I, I see if a, challenge, like if a coyote tried fighting her, that would be that. I don't
2: know. I mean, There'd, in be my, no in my There'd be of no course. snipping each other. Of course, yeah. we could try it sometime.
1: <laughs> see well, what I happens. Mean,
2: <laughs> she, I mean, she's by far... I mean, I've had a few pit bulls, and she is the least aggressive one I've ever had. Other than her bark. No. Yeah, she's got bitch bark. A bitch bark? <laughs> yeah, she's got bitch bark. Sounds like... Tango. Tango's only barked twice in his life that I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> that dude's got a bark. Oh, does he? I've never heard it. You, you never will. I'm just saying, <laughs> the dog... Even, was, even Trigger are very similar in that aspect, because yeah. Trigger
0: barely ever barked yeah, either. Yeah,
2: Tango, the only time I've heard him bark was, they were both with when Brindley was little. Uh, she was out there just we were out in the yard playing around and she was I don't know just 50 60 yards away from me and she's just playing and all of a sudden tango just starts freaking out barking which really shocked me I'm like what the hell's going on I go over there and then he had a snake
3: oh and
2: she was he was right there she was right there playing with the snake my daughter was pretty much and so he he killed the snake
1: <laughs> nice thank goodness
2: yeah I got a big backyard you know I could see her but it took me a second to get over there and the only other time I heard him bark, Was kind of the same scenario, a little closer, but there was a big ass snapping turtle that my child was around. Yeah, he's very protective of of the kids. Well, and that's what you want, right? Right? Yeah. He but he won't bark. He just doesn't bark. So it's kind of funny, really. But yeah, he's an old man now. He he (laughs) He is. He 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 wakes up about ten o'clock. And that's just removed. That's just to move from my bedroom to the couch out in the front yard, and then he's there the rest of the day. So we'll hold he, down the fort from here. Yeah, yeah. He's an old dog. So Hazel's gotten kind of old too. She's as old. As turn, she's turn nine. Turn on that fish show.
1: <laughs> turn on that show.
2: Yep, yep. For sure. That's so, pretty cool, man. Well, is there anything else we need to cover on Hunt with a Dog? Man, I don't know.
3: I'm I'm sure there's probably another hours worth of stuff I could talk about that might actually be interesting and important, but I don't I don't know it off the top of my head.
0: No. Okay, one last here's here's so we talked about how you, um, if the coyote's starting to like dip out, you'll you'll turn on um prey distress or pup distress or pup distress. Or pup distress, pup distress excuse again. me, I, I meant that, and you know that works. Is that about the only thing you've really changed with your calling sequences when Tate's with you?
3: Like no, the so, beginning, have you? Have you changed anything at the beginning either? Yeah, I've I've really I've changed my entire call sequence because, like it, it my sequence personally would change depending on the time of day. Like so, if it's first light, I'm going to start with a couple howls, and what I what I'll do is I'll I'll let it howl once, I'll mute it, give it probably forty five seconds, let it howl again, mute it, same thing. I'll let it get to three, and then I'll wait, and I'll either change and do another series of single howls. Or I'll go into like a serenade or a pear howl. And before what I'd do, I would howl a couple times, times. I'd roll into some prey distress and really with prey distress, you're going to, you could call in any coyote. You could call in a submissive coyote. You could call in right. a aggressive coyote. You're really with a decoy dog. You only want the aggressive coyotes because the submissive ones aren't going to stick around anyway. Right. So I just, I just run vocals. Like I'll howl, I'll give it a few minutes and silence has killed more coyotes for me than anything because you give it a little bit if, if they respond especially this time of year they're dead it's just a matter of getting them there and if they respond you stick with what they're responding to so if say you howl one time and they howl back well just unmute that howl let it howl again see what happens if they howl back again you just keep playing the game with them but then they're going to shut up because they're going to be coming so when they shut up shut up give it Five, ten minutes, and then roll back into it. And I kind of rushed it the last one when it was getting ready to rain because I knew the rain was coming. So I started rolling through, and I finally got them to re vocalize to me and knew, okay, they've moved, they're coming, they're going to come out exactly where we think they are. Let's go ahead and start Pray Distress. And I went in, or not Pray, excuse me, Pup Distress. And I went into a sound they hadn't heard yet, and they were running in. So it's mainly, it starts out as a, a single howl than either a pair or a group howl. And if I haven't got a vocalization back by then, there's probably a good chance there's not a coyote around. But I will roll through probably three or four different pup distresses, and I'll start exactly like Tori says. I'll try and start with three the week, smallest yeah. and work my way up. But a lot, some of my stuff, I don't have all the MFK stuff. I have some of it. I do. Yeah, I'm jealous. We're, we might swap calls sometime. <laughs> but uh, so – I'll roll through what I know from the Fox Pro side from listening to John Collins talk about everything. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll play the K9 puppies and stuff like that and roll through until something's going to trigger them. And for me, like, I haven't gotten... I've got a lot of the MFK vocals, but I don't have a lot of their pup distresses. And I... Coyote pup screams, pup distress number three have been freaking fire for me lately. So, nice, Yeah. I think the pup distress... Pup 314, or is that pup 314 is what we got them in on last time.
1: That's the one that Tate flips out on.
3: Nope, Pup Screams. Screams. He one of those, loves yeah. Pup Screams because he knows, well, that's been my go-to. So he knows when he hears that, the, the dogs are going to be there in the next 30 seconds. He does. So. Like
1: you, you, you'll be watching it back in the truck, and that plays. Like he, All the other sounds can play. That sound plays, and he's on your shoulder looking like, what, what's happening? What's going on? Yeah.
3: What's, are we getting out of the truck? Yeah. <laughs> Where's these dogs at, bro? Where are these coyotes? Yeah, as much mm-hmm. coyote hunting stuff as I watch at home, he's pretty much desensitized to hearing howls <laughs> unless they're right outside the door. Yeah, so tell us, I'm, I'm
0: due for like a binge.
3: Yeah, like I—that's I, I what I do. I, I wait about a while. The same yeah. thing too, because I
0: haven't watched. Uh, I need to watch John in a while. I haven't watched Joey in a while. I haven't watched like any of your um, uh, like like old beat. lives. Yeah, because I don't, I don't literally never watch any of your lives. Yeah, or Heath Bakers. Like I never watch any of them because mm-hmm. I'm always the busy challenges. Lives take
1: a long time. Yeah, sometimes.
0: Yeah, so then And I you
1: never know when the actions go back happening. through. Them. So you had, yeah.
3: Yeah, well, that and that's one thing too that I've noticed. Like, used to it, it could take an hour for me if I'm if I'm there with Tate and it's thirty minute mark. I've already killed the coyote, gone out, videoed it, and I'm coming back because I forgot to turn my remote off. Because mm-hmm. Andy and I were there, the not this last one, but the one before we did with Owen. It was 36 minutes when I turned the remote off, and that was after I had my six-year-old drag it was the coyote back in minutes and
1: like 50 seconds or 30 seconds. When whenever it's... the coyote came yeah. out. Yeah, I And that, that,
3: I thought that took forever. Like I was like, oh, the coyote should have been here by now. We're probably not going to kill one. And then boom, it showed up right next to us. Well, it never vocalized, so that way you're kind of thinking like, oh
1: crap, we're not, we're yeah. you know, Dry staying. So, yeah, we're kind thinking of thinking of the next place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, and it's thing. funny
3: because I was there the night before, and. I was sitting in a truck with binoculars looking at this field and looking around. There's tracks all over where I pulled my truck in. And all of a sudden here's this coyote comes out of a slow spot. I was like, well, I know they're here. so. Tell
1: nice.
3: everybody where they can watch the videos at. Uh, so I have a Facebook page. It's Predatory Instincts is the name of it. and uh, So much better than the first one. Yeah. What was the first name? Preying on predators. <laughs> I, I liked I liked the double entendre because I mean we all know what we do to those type of predators. But uh, but yeah, predatory instincts is where I, I do all my live feeds at now because I try and be discreet on per, my personal Facebook. I mean, granted we were friends, so we all see each other's stuff. But like I don't like doing all that on my personal page because mm-hmm. I got some people who aren't into that. So I'll share it to where if they want to see it. They can go to the Predatory Instincts page and do all that. So nice. They have that and that way, whenever someone's hating on me, wanting me to shoot myself, they uh, they can see that there. And have, have you had those it. comments before? Yeah, I had a, a gal from Canada who did not approve of me coyote hunting. I saw that one. She she was you she were, was
0: sweet. You were much nicer on the replies than I thought
3: you well, would be. Or I, I'm trying I, to be politically deserved? correct and tell them to fuck off politely. So
0: yeah. You can say it that way. Yeah. Fuck it, off. It was politely. Fun.
3: Yeah. You can play, well, right? I said just with get, all due respect. I, 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 you right? do
1: just because you say all due respect and say whatever you want. It absolutely 100%
3: does. That's what that means. sure as hell does. But yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I'm trying to to grow a platform there, but really with all the irons in the fire, I'm just happy to be able to get out and do some live feeds and do stuff like that right. because... I've been building a house myself for the last year and a half, and God, that was a mistake. So, <laughs> almost done though. Oh man, we're close. Because if, if I'm not in by August first, I'm didn't going. Chad do to be... to your drywall. Yep, yeah, sure did. And Chad was talking about that. And yeah. I'm like,
0: oh yeah, Austin. That means yeah. Getting, Chad offered me a job. Getting close to getting yeah.
3: done Doing He drywall? said, Yeah, Nate. Nate's been trying to get me to give him a job, and uh, why don't I just give it to you? I'm like, yeah, okay, but just so I can tell Nate. Did he, he, did me a he job. give
0: you the 150 a year and free truck <laughs> no, offer? That's no. what I keep telling. him. Yeah, hey, Chad, I'll come <laughs> to work for
3: you. He was telling me that. I just, I just brought that up to get. I just need 150
0: a year. And a free F250. <laughs> no big deal. It's all No you. big deal. He's thinking about it. He's going to said to do yeah. drywall, <laughs> considering it, it, huh? No, just to be just to run the business. You know, I'm just going to be the man, you know,
3: take care of <laughs> He's going to be the face. The face face of it. <laughs> so in other words, he's going to run it into the ground. Yeah. <laughs> because hey, you got a face speaking
0: of which, if you need drywall done, B&E drywall out of uh, Dover, Missouri. Yep,
3: awesome they do job. they
0: do amazing work. Can't say anything bad about them. Would Anyone? Mike would Mike approve? Who's Mike? My dad. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Mike and Chad's dad did drywall together for like twenty years. Oh really? Yeah. See, I didn't know that. <laughs> they worked for Bill's drywall together. Yeah. I'll be damn. Yeah. I, I love that story. I'm sure I've told Me it. Me and this. Chad, when we were kids, hung out together and didn't realize it until we were like in our late thirties. Y'all <laughs> <laughs> didn't realize you all hung out. No. Like my dad and his dad used to do these. Like we would go to um, hay, you know, wagon rides and stuff like that mm-hmm. in the, the falls. And then of course his dad uh, left and started his own business at the time, and then they kind of stopped hanging out. But yeah, thirty years later, Chad are like, wait a minute,
3: I know you, I know you. <laughs> I just funny. Her, I think your mom. Very cool told story, guys. Yeah, yeah. I he sure. gives a shit.
2: <laughs> well, this one's this one cracks me up because it just talks about your dad. Uh, he was, I think they were on vacation. Yes, Henry and your, he your mom, and he was sitting there watching YouTube and watching drywall videos. Oh gosh! <laughs> and she on could, vacation. On vacation. Ah. And. She goes, what are you doing? He's like, I just want to make sure
0: they're doing it the right way.
2: <laughs> was just
0: like, what? It's even better. On vacation, the dude used to get the phone book out and look up drywall companies. Yeah. Just oh, to, my just gosh. Just to look.
3: That's funny. Loves
0: yeah. drywall. Anyway. All right. Well, uh, Austin, thanks for uh, coming on and talking about Absolutely. that. Russell, thanks for just listening for did a good hour. No you know? problem. You did a good job there. Yep. Proud of you. Yep. Hey, <laughs> okay, he the, asked a question. A... He participated. Uh, yeah, he did a good job. About about average for you, honestly. You know, most shows yeah. about about normal for you. You you balanced it out. Just There's still him.
1: guns involved, Russell. You can still shoot them.
0: Pew pew pew. All
1: right, <laughs> we're done. Done. We're out. Hitting the stop button.